Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. All right, Craving Consciousness podcast listeners, I'm excited to bring you Jennifer and Mark. They are the owners of an Oasis in Nature Healing Center and Farm. I am so grateful that you guys agreed to come on to the podcast to talk to our listeners. Thank you. Yeah, we're glad to be here. Yay. So I saw you guys posting your bios on Facebook and I was blown away. So I'm like, I have to have you on here. Um, and one of the things that really triggered me or, or stuck out to me was, um, Jennifer, you said you worked with Barbara Brennan. We were in Barbara Brennan's School of Healing. Both Mark and I went to Barbara Brennan's School of Healing. Yes. That was a long time so, ago. Right? Like, is she is she still around? Well, her Barbara school Brennan? is. I don't know if she's still alive or not. So for the people that are listening that don't know who she is, it was one of the very, very first books that I read when I was getting into or wanting to get into healing. Um, and the name of her book was Hands of Light, the one that I read. Healing Hands of Light. Healing Hands of Light. Um, so fascinated. So fascinated with that. The one I saw that you guys worked with her, I was like nerded out. Um, what? What led you to taking her class or or maybe just share a little bit about how you got drawn into the healing? Well, first of all, I discovered I had the gift of healing when I was 18 and I had a Kundalini awakening. Wow. So I spent five days in a highly altered state of consciousness where it felt like I got plugged into an electricity socket. And if you walked in the room, I could tell you what you were feeling. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman that triggered it just by me walking in the room told me I had the gift of healing. I love it. And that's what actually led to our marriage of 48 years, almost the summer. Wow. Yes. So the focus of our life is following the thread of the divine that we had when we met, that interest (laughs) in the divine. And we met in a group home that was a Christian home. And we were seeking more of God. And that's been the theme of our life is seeking the divine and our connection with the divine. I love it. I absolutely love it. And 48 years. And so um, now you have this healing farm. Tell me a little bit about that. So we have 40 acres. We have cows, 10 cows. I just milked my cow this morning, one of them. And I milked the goats. Six goats, five sheep, a bunch of different chickens, ducks, geese, a llama, and a forest. I love it. Where is it? It's in a little t- above a little town called Buxton. It's halfway between Portland and the Oregon coast about. Near Vernonia or the Vernonia turnoff. Okay. So do you do retreats there then or, or how do you bring people? People rent out rooms, come for retreats, and we do retreats also. We have three rooms. Each room can see, sleep up to three people. And we have a hot tub, a sauna, a flotation tank, 
tank, a Beamer, which is a electronic device that helps heal you. We do red light therapy, and then we do our healing work. And Pandora Starlight Entrancement Machine, we have also. Oh, yes, right. And what is that? It's called Pandora Star. It's a light machine that has 100 different programs on it that drops you into different states of consciousness. Wow, I love it. And how about you, Jennifer? When did you discover your healing abilities? Well, I wanted to be a nurse from the time I was six years old. And I really started a connection through my mother and dreams. My mother listened to her dreams. And I've recorded my dreams for 26 years and done union analysis. Um, so I also, that led me into hypnosis by way of traveling in the world. We went to India several times. And when I went to India, I became aware that I was not this body. <laughs> I was a spirit in a body. And reincarnation opened up for me. And I started remembering past lives. And then I um, took Dolores Cannon's classes to become a hypnotherapist um, and do QHHT, quantum healing hypnosis therapy so that's what I do now and I love guiding people on on um, journeys whether it be in this world or another world whether it be in a past life or present or even a future you know it's amazing where we go in consciousness and what multi-dimensional beings we are and getting in touch with the vast library that is inside of each one of us we can pull volumes off the shelf and learn more about ourselves and our family connections why we have the patterns we do how to heal yeah so yes <laughs> nerd like nerd alert like nerd alert like <laughs> you guys have worked with people you know that most of us just get to read their book you know <laughs> We have. Yes, yeah. it's true. You you asked me how we got to Barbara Brindle School of Healing. Yeah. We've both been to the Monroe Institute. Robert Monroe. Robert Monroe. I've heard of that, but what is that? He is, he is the leading pioneer for out-of-body traveling. Okay. He's what made that experience famous. He I started believe- having spontaneous out-of-body experiences and thought he was, maybe had a brain tumor or it was nuts. He couldn't find anything wrong. So he started exploring it. Didn't he write a bunch of books about it? Yeah, our journeys, journeys out of body. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have saw him speak. I think at a, like a UFO convention when I was like nineteen or twenty. It could be. He's not alive anymore. But okay. I met him twice at the Monroe Institute. Wow. I'm surprised you guys are still wearing your meat suits. <laughs> You're so evolved, like you've done it all. It's, it's so amazing. Lot. We've done a lot. Wow. Aren't we lucky to have you on the podcast? Right. Uh, or isn't it amazing connection for you to get your message through different avenues, you know? It's so great. So to finish my story, so yeah. I went four different times to Monroe. to Monroe Institute. The second time I went, was to gateways and they do your private session for you under hemisync which is with technology developed to help you drop into deeper states of consciousness i've been a level 37 and 21 is the level between life and death oh. but 
But so in the private session, I had a dream. You're in this private little session, in a little room, concrete room on bumpers, on a heated water bed, totally isolated, and they do a custom session. And I had a dream, and and the guy that was doing my session talked to me about my dream afterwards, and that's what led me led me to the Monroe Institute. To, to, to Barbara, Barbara Brennan. To Barbara Brennan. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just one thread after another after another. That's how we. It happens to us all the time. Yeah, it started actually four years into our marriage when he came home and told me he was going to India the next week. <laughs> no, it was two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when. The thread deepened, you know, we, going to India has, was an amazing going home for both of us. We both feel like we've, we know we've had past incarnations in India. Wow. So when you're talking about the thread, can you explain that a little bit more for the listeners? I don't, it's a little hard, but you get little clues and you follow them. It can be intuitions. It can be hunches or synchronicities. For me, I get often I'll get intuitions. We go into Hawaii one time. I booked it rather suddenly. My son was over there visiting his friend. I thought we got free time. I got free miles. I'll go to Hawaii. It was New Year's Eve. I did not want to be at a cause at a hotel. I don't drink or party. I found this little Buddhist place. We go there. I'm told I'm gonna have a spirit. My inner guidance says I'm gonna have a spiritual experience in in Hawaii. I don't know what it is. The next morning, I get up and go to the beach. I come back. Jennifer says, Mark, you gotta come here. She's been talking to the host of the house. And, and the, on her refrigerator, she had pictures. And I said, where are these pictures of? And she said, Bhutan. I lead journeys to Bhutan. <laughs> so I came up and said, can we go? She said, well, I don't know. It's already been all arranged. But someone did cancel. So three days later, I get an email. You're right. You're in. Well, I spent the next four days trying to figure out what my spiritual experience was. And I realized that was it. <laughs> I went to Hawaii so I could go to Bhutan with a lady that really knew it well. So here's the thing I know all the listeners are thinking and wondering, and I could even feel like their chakra system's closing up because, because they don't like the trust, the trust that everything's going to unfold. Yes, I know. I know. When I'm doing scary stuff, I call it walking on ice because it, I, I may fall in and freeze if I'm walking across the ice, ice on the pond, but I do it anyway. And it works almost all every time. But and sometimes your intuitions aren't exactly what you think they are. You know, you get an intuition and you follow it. Like we were in the Dominican Republic and Mark had an intuition that we would be going to a cathedral. So we go to the cathedral in the capital and they kick us out. They're having a wedding and we can't go in. And we're saying, that was cruddy guidance. What in the world is this about? Well, then through a series of events, we were led to go to caves, to caves in there in uh, Dominican Republic. And and um, so we're so we're 80 yeah, feet down in this cave, in this cave. And there's a pool of water down there. And I read about it and I wore my bathing suit. And I asked the guide, can we, there's no one, there's no lights, there's no nothing, just a flashlight. Can I go in? He said, sure. 80 feet down, I'm swimming around this little pool. And we both went swimming in a different pool together in a different cave. That was our cathedral. We got baptized. Yeah, by the mother in the earth. Oh. But I never could have lost. <laughs> 
logically figured that out. We would have never logically figured it out. And I told Mark when we went there that I would never ride on a motorbike. Well, sure enough, that's what happened. That's what the only transportation we had available at one point. Spent a whole day on one. That's how we got to the caves. So it's like, it's like you need to be able to let go of your comfort zone when you when you're you know in communication with the divine you need to let go of your comfort zone and be willing to to um just experience whatever source has for you yeah what advice would you give people um besides coming out of the comfort zone like can you think back to where you just said, you know what, I'm just going to trust and I'm just going to jump. It's a repeated process. You know, it's a repeated process. And but I think the main thing is, is that to have that connection to the divine, to spend daily time, you know, connecting, you know, like tuning an instrument. I look at myself as an instrument and the strings of my heart. And I say, tune me and then play me, you know, tune me and play me. So what a magical human experience you guys have had because of this trusting. True. Yeah, it really is. And, but the other thing you do is you keep on going to find people that are connected and they help you connect stronger. We've done all kinds of exploration, travels, see, healers, healers, counseling, all kinds of stuff because <laughs> it, it helped us develop. That's how we got to where we are now. You have to have yeah. input. You cannot do it on your own. Have you, uh, do you have things out there? Do you have books out? Um, no, no, we haven't got that far. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure one's coming, right? You know, I'm writing a book on farm stories. <laughs> on farm <laughs> stories? Yeah, with the animals, because we've I've had amazing learnings being out here on the farm with the cows and the goats and just some amazing things that I've learned. Being in the present moment really is magical, isn't it? It is. It is. I think animals really help with that. Wow. So what kind of like do you have a message for the listeners? Something you wanted to share when you were coming on the podcast? Well, I could tell more what we do. Yeah. What Jennifer do. do. Mm -hmm. What I do is quite a bit different. So I was born with this ability to run energy out of my hands, Mm -hmm. which I discovered when I was 18. I had my awakening. And then at one point I discovered I could work with anyone in the world and point my hands at them and energy runs through my hands to them. They don't have to be here in person. Right. That was going to be one of my next questions. So what I learned, I just, some of the day just described this for me better. Energy comes from source through my crown chakra, through my heart chakra, and then out my hands. I don't think about it when I do it. I just point my hand at you or put my hand on you and it comes. Mm-hmm. And you always connect to someone first. Yeah. So it's not, I don't have to be, I just follow it. I like that. So you don't have to think, you don't have to um, diagnose. You just send and it does it what it needs to do. Correct. But I do get information about people, which is kind of like diagnose. Yeah. If a person schedules a session with me, I often will get information. I'll start working with them 
before I even do the session, my energy just goes to them. Or I tell people, if you're working with me and you need me, just say my name. I'll show up. Yeah, I love that. that. So it's almost like you're integrating with them. Yes, I am. It's Mm -hmm. true. Um, And the the goal is to what what Mark and I both do is we go to cause, you know, when did this begin? When did this emotional problem begin? When did this physical problem begin? And we find out what was going on in their life at that time. And often that leads us to what you know what the healing needs to the energy where it needs to go because mark works a lot with the emotional body and he can see the emotional structure in the The etheric body in the etheric body and he can see you know what's there and guide people well you know say say you have a heart um you have a heart block of some sort or blockage there of energy and then he can start to move it with his energy and through talking about it too it helps it to go deeper because we're like an iceberg the the top that shows above the water is what we see but we don't see these causations and these traumas in childhood that are behind some of these patterns that have been there and that's what mark works with is healing the patterns and then sometimes i take them deeper with hypnosis so we work together in that way wow you guys uh do you remember um the wonder twin powers activate the wonder twins on the superhero cartoon or no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're like their team and they they come together they put their hands together i like yeah, a lot of my audience is a lot younger than me so they might be like i don't know what that is either but um ah. i get i just love all this stuff um i had written something uh because i just came back from a business retreat and she was talking about what is your like quantum leap what do you see in like 10 years and i just i i get so excited because i really feel like this this is just going to go and what you guys are doing is just going to just evolve so much that talking to you guys you guys are already supernatural beings right um so like my business coach was saying you do think people will become supernatural and i'm like absolutely you know what well, an that's amazing! What's happened to us? This happened only. Yeah. It happened a lot more in the last year and a half. It really accelerated. Yeah. I could agree with that. I think to I was always into all this stuff, but I think 2010, 2011 was when it really lit up for me. Uh-huh. Um. And just on a side note, because we uh haven't spoke before, the QHHT, I mm-hmm. did one of those, <laughs> and uh. I have a podcast about my big fat dragon, my fat dragon that I met because it was so fat. All I could talk about in the QHHT session was he's so fat. (laughs) 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 Uh, But um, so Jennifer, let me ask you a question. Do you find a lot when you do those QHHT sessions, do you think that people keep coming back um, for the same, maybe almost the same reason, but different Lifetimes and different um, realities. We keep on reincarnating for the same reason. For the same reason. Um. So, for example, when I did mine, um, I went to three lives, and even though it was completely different lifetimes, each time I was there to help 
um, humanity change their mind about something. I think that's true. I did one yesterday for a woman who did two past lives. <sighs> and in both past lives, when she died, she was able to levitate out of the body easily and by choice. In both lives, she chose to her moment to die, her time to die. She laid down and she vacated the body. So what does she do now? She plays the harp and she's going to be helping hospice patients. And I said, oh my gosh, this is just beautiful because telepathically, you already know from your past sojourn on the blue planet, this planet she was on, you already know that you can communicate telepathically. You know how to filter out the chaos in the environment, and you know how to help people pass easily to lift off out of their body. So Ooh. I think that's true. Goosebumps. Yeah, so many of us have come to assist mankind in whatever way we can through this difficult and this beautiful transition we're in into the Aquarian age. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And do you see, um, well, you're in this work, so you probably see a lot of it, but do you see a lot more people coming online, quote unquote, or becoming activated, quote unquote? We, we see a lot of people that are at the verge of being activated. They come to us because they're so close to being activated. Yeah. I see it all the time. They don't even know it. Right. So maybe maybe on the on the other end, are you seeing a lot of people that are dredging through the mud and that's why they come to you? Oh, yes. yes. I've got one now I'm yes. doing long-term work with that's got all kinds of things she's dealing with. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes we're aware that it might even be next life before they're able to make, you know, all the progress, you know, sometimes they're just clearing so much uh, family history and disconnection with family members and not connected to source quite one lady who bought a pig from me, a friend of mine, you know, we developed this friendship because she bought a pig for me came and Mark said, Oh, the line from you to source is kind of crooked. It makes this verb. He said, let me connect that. So there's this thing, Barbara Brennan yeah. developed called a horror line. It starts at, but your tantan, which is three fingers below your navel, be- belly button and goes up to source and connects you to earth. So I looked at this lady sitting on the couch and I go, oh, she had a big bend in her horror line. So I said, let me fix that. Took me about 15 minutes. And I, and I straighten. I do this with a lot of my clients. I clean it up. I had never seen one bit like that, but I clean it up a lot and then make a solider connection to source. She emailed me three weeks later and said, for the first time in my whole life, I feel comfortable in my body. The reason why she didn't feel comfortable or had that bend is because she was born to a surrogate mother. And never felt a connection. She oh. didn't feel connection to the physical body because of the process she went through in growing in utero and, you know, being born yeah. to a surrogate mother. So yeah. this this really helped her. to, And not only that, <laughs> it helped her connect to her husband in a new way. And then she got pregnant again with her second child. So, you know... Another couple we had come to us had uh, uh, absolutely incredible meeting climbing Mount Whitney separately. They met on Mount Whitney. 
and they were going all over the U.S., traveling, stopped here. They were looking for a place to live. And um, so Mark said, um, we were at the dinner table, and he said, I see two things. I see um, you going to Idaho, and he said, I also see a child wanting to come in if, if you so desire to get pregnant. I see a child wanting to in. Well, then I did a, and then she said, she said, I am deathly afraid of cold climates. And she said, I don't know if I want to have a baby. And so then we did a hypnosis session the next day. And she had a um, life as a American Indian 19 year old woman who got pregnant by one of the elders in the tribe, which was uh, not a good thing. They excommunicated her, took her out in the woods pregnant where she didn't know where she was. And she had a baby boy, spent the summer that she was okay. But in the winter, the baby froze to death in her arms. And then she froze to death. And she came out of hypnosis. And she said, Oh, my gosh, this is why I'm scared of cold. And this is why I'm scared to have a baby. Well, they left here, they ended up going to Idaho, and staying for a little while there and coming back. Well, we kept in touch <clears throat> and she called me or texted me. And she says, guess what, Jennifer, I'm pregnant. And she had this little baby. Well, turns out the man she's with now was that Indian man who got her pregnant. And they were in Idaho when she conceived. So, you know, how perfect is that? You know, it's just amazing. And she was able to to get through that fear of the cold, the fear of having the child and connect with her partner much more. So, you know, wow. it's beautiful. I, I love all this stuff. So, and it's like not a coincidence that we're having our podcast today versus we were going to have it a week ago because uh-huh. I, because this topic here is like almost like, Oh, um, I just did. Um, I, I talk a lot about money. Um, a lot about energy, money being energy. This is something I've started shifting into uh-huh. because all of my life I was struggling like really bad with money, right? Um, and I just did this type of hypnosis thing. Well, you well you will believe this. I was gonna say you're never gonna believe this. Come to find out, three months in your utero is where my shame came in for money. I had shame. I had shame for my own existence because somehow, some way I must have heard or felt my parents talking about uh-huh. what a burden it was going to be. What a financial burden. Oh, of course. Of course. And so course. no wonder my money mindset was messed up for my entire life. But to be able to go through that healing and now say, stand here and say, I deserve <laughs> to exist. Right. There's right. no shame in my existence and like just really just the fact that you realize where it came from and being kind of being able to heal that just really shifts, shifts you, your future. Yeah, it does. It, it does. does. And I'm thinking, I keep thinking back when you're saying that you, you saw the dragon. It's a yeah. dragon. And what, do, what do dragons sit on? What do they sit on? Uh huh. I, I don't what know. Do they lay on? A, a tuft. <laughs> they lay on immense treasures they find a cave and he was in a cave oh they guard the treasure treasures. That's true. yeah so underneath of that dragon is a multitude of prosperity and jewels and gems and if you've ever read the hobbit 
the story, The Hobbit. You know, no, um, I have it. Bilbo <laughs> goes to, to the smog, but with the he's with the dwarves, and they're going to get back their kingdom, and they're going to slay the dragon, and they find this immense treasure, just immense treasure under oh. this dragon. So it's a, it's a dragon's so, always guard a treasure. My dragon and I were really good friends <laughs> in this lifetime, right? So I was a little good. girl in that life, and I lived in this. Ca- um, castle that was made of barnacles um, and okay. underneath the castle way way underneath there was a cave and that's I would go play with this dragon and um, she was so fast she could hardly I think it was she get around in the cave uh-huh. but she would hold this ball and we would t- she would teach me to talk to the cloud the quote-unquote cloud people through the ball wow interesting Beautiful. I know Dragons have this mysterious language, and you have to be very, very um, careful in talking to a dragon because they hypnotize you. They put you into trance. It's it's an interesting thing. You have to be very wise and cunning to be able to communicate with dragons. That's oh. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and barnacles. Barnacles are are wonderful creatures. They're sea creatures. And the tide comes in and out and feeds them. So they live on the boundary between earth and sea. There, it's, it's quite a, that's a, there's a lot of symbolism in your dream. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you have a lot of hidden treasure in you. That yeah. I would say a lot of it still hasn't been discovered yet. Yay. <laughs> But you're sitting on it. It's already there. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, it's the trust, right? It's the trust. Like you say, it's a it's a constant lesson. Like, oh, look, you get to trust with this. Ooh, look, you get to trust with that. You know? Yeah. Jewels. Jewels that you're reaching down underneath <laughs> yourself and pulling up. <laughs> yes. I love that. I'm so glad I shared that. I got a free reading. Got a free read. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. It's cool. That's what happens in our sessions, though. I start downloading it. Well, I call it downloads. But she was talking about this couple. I, I got, after she had the baby, I got that the baby was a previous child. Then I got, oh, that was your husband in a previous life. It's just a download I got. It's so cool. And they also got married after they went through the whole process with us it was an interesting thing (laughs) yeah I know you guys have to love getting that validation just like you know any of these any of people doing a reading or a healing where it comes back around and you know not that you need the validation but you get to say yeah wow it definitely helps yeah exactly I saw um all of us to follow yeah yeah I saw um a little black baby boy once when I was doing a Reiki session um, years ago and I kept asking the lady, do you have a little boy? And she's like, no, I'm, my youngest is 26 or something. And I'm like, are you sure? Or did you have like a baby that never made it through, you know, um, didn't make it to earth? No, no, no. And she left thinking I was nuts because she's, you know, white lady. And this is this little black baby boy. And like eight months goes by and she calls me. My daughter just had a little black baby boy. I was like, <laughs> he wanted to let you know he's coming, Grandma, you know? So. Oh, wow. 
So yeah, I love it. I dig it. It really helps you when you have validation. I totally agree. It does. Oh, he's like eight years. Well, I guess it was a long time ago. He's like eight years old now. But uh, yeah, sure. But anyway, so tell tell the listeners like where can they find you in the online space? Do you have a website or um? just find you on social media or how, how do you like them to find well, we're you? On Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Of course, we each have personal pages and we have a page called page called healing your heart with love. Healing Heal your, your heart, heart with love. You okay. Healing your healing heart. What healing, healing hearts. Oh, it's healing hearts. I'm it's sorry. Healing hearts. Thank you. Healing hearts <laughs> on Facebook. Okay, great. And we have, you can e- of course, email us at oasis in nature. Oasis. Awesome. Oasisinnature at gmail.com. Oh. They can come. <laughs> and they can call us or text us. 503-709-0706. Perfect. I love it. What um what do you see coming for your future? Do you do you have plans or well it's gonna get a lot, lot bigger. It's no question about it. What's going to get bigger? Well, we, our work's going to grow up tremendously. Our work. Beautiful. I think we'll be internationally known at, at some point. And we yeah. invite people to, we don't see our home as our own house in its essence. You know, Rumi has a poem called The Guest House. And where you just invite the world in. You invite the world in and bring whoever comes to your front door, you know that that person has come for healing or comes to Facebook or, you know, however a person comes to us, we just trust that they're here for a reason. And then we open up to that reason and discover, you know, what it is. Boy, I love how. It's not uncommon for somebody to show up at our door. And stay the night and do healing work with us. Yeah. We have a sign down by the highway and they see that sign just drive up there and say, what are you guys doing? That would be so cool. We had one lady that we had one lady one day that showed up at our front door and she had come from a town about a hundred miles away and just started driving. She woke up that morning. She said, I've got to find something. I've got to do something in my life and she ended up here she stayed the night we did work with her she came later to a healing circle we did more emotional healing work so that's the kind of thing that we do and besides individual sessions we do monthly group sessions online and with zoom and in person at our at our center beautiful beautiful yeah i mean uh, universe is sending you people such as this podcast and all of that um, to get you out, like my recommendation, because, you know, I'm a business coach, <laughs> is to like find more podcast, get your message out there because, man, oh, man, but I think my biggest takeaway from this is you can live such a magical, beautiful life in connection with source because I know how it feels. And if I for you guys to be feeling that on a more regular or everyday basis how freaking magical people's lives can be by trusting and following the path. It's true. Yeah. It is yeah. true. Wow. You guys are so awesome. <laughs> we'll have to geek out again and um, maybe do another podcast or something. Sure. Happy yeah. to. Come I guess. Us. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're a long ways away, but who knows? Well, <laughs> 
like it's no synchronicity that I was telling my husband because we're in Vegas right now. <laughs> um, I was telling him, okay, we got to find somewhere to go in August. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. A lot more comfortable here than Vegas in August. Yeah, we had a we lived in Michigan and that's where I had my big awakening um, in the woods. No, you know, go figure. I was in Michigan and I'm like, something, something's watching. And I go, no, more than something, a whole bunch of somethings. It was the fairies. That's another whole story of my, I was at like oh, an yes, ogre. Yes, yeah, I've got some of those too. <laughs> I, I, think I was an ogre in a past life, which I guess protects fairies. But well, so that's how I came to my awakening. It wasn't an angel. It wasn't a guide. It was the fairies. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, I loved Michigan. I just couldn't handle the winters. And so we uh, came back to Vegas after my mom died because my daughter and she has a, a I have a granddaughter here too. But I know I just w- went to um, Park City, Utah last weekend. Um, uh-huh. And that's when I was like, okay, no, just because my daughter and granddaughter live here. I can't be here. It's, I just don't feel energetically aligned. You know, I need my trees and my grass. <laughs> I totally understand. Yeah, we do too. <laughs> we live so I'm following trees. some sort of sign, right? Trusting yep. and allowing. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the Craving Consciousness podcast. Um, I'll send you all a link and everything so you can share it with your listeners, you. too. Great. You're very welcome. We very much enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world-changing brand, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.